What is up? What is going on, everybody? We are changing things up this week on Of Course I'm Right. You guys and my co-hosts will find out what I mean on the other side of the song. Welcome back into another episode of Of Course I'm Right. As always, I'm one of your three co-hosts, Ethan Klein. Here with me, we got a full crew once again, it is Mike Duranik and Brad Miller. Gentlemen, how are you doing this evening? Doing well, sir. Thanks for asking. Doing great. The The heat was down a little bit today, finally, Ethan, and uh, I didn't feel like I was I was swimming in the humidity, so good day overall. Uh, well, I mean, be careful what you wish for, Mike, because I might be bringing the heat on this episode of the podcast. These two, they do not have any idea what's going to happen. I texted them today. I said, I have a topic for Of Course I'm Right. It's better if you two don't know anything going into it. I think that'll be more entertaining. Uh, we are not doing a Mount Rushmore, not doing anything like that. Um, I got two games for you guys is what we're going to play. And we're just going to see uh, what kind of naturally happens. And that's the great thing uh, about podcasting and editing. And if this is just terrible, I can delete the whole thing. And we can just say there was technical difficulties and there's no episode this week. This is true. Nobody would be any the wiser. So let's, uh, if you're listening to this, it means it must have been great. So let's see if it is. And, and listeners, I promise you that uh, it is not common that Ethan only gives us six hours to study a topic for Of Course I'm Right. That's totally not common, I promise. It's usually five hours. So um, yes, he did text us earlier today, um, as he said, um, and we're coming into this blind. So for for the first, I guess if you want to call it game, it's more just like conversation starters. You got three of those. I will take part in that. The last thing is a competition between Mike and Brad, which has the potential to be either impressive or wickedly embarrassing <laughs> for them. And there's absolutely no risk on my end. So this is how I love to do things. But we'll start with this. Uh, we're going to do some would you rather, guys. Just to some very interesting would you rather topics. And, and here's my first one as we go right into it. Would you rather fight a wolf with your bare hands or fight a bear using a samurai sword? Hmm. Uh, do you have an order that you would like us to answer this? Oh, no. I mean, it's, you know, open forum. If you got, you know, let, let me know what your guys' thoughts are and. I have one that I'm leaning towards, um, but if you guys sway me. Well, I would say that uh, both would lead to um, pain and very likely death, um, but I'm going with, the, I'll go with, give me the samurai sword with the bear. I was going to go with the word dismemberment, Brad, uh, <laughs> before death. That's where I thought you were going, but uh I'm going to go with what my gut was. And as you were, as you were talking, my mind went to, I mean, I can wrestle my, you know, big Australian shepherd to the ground and she's pretty strong. So maybe I could like wrestle a wolf, you know, Steve Irwin style. I mean, that worked really well for him with Crocs for a while before it just didn't work well because of the stingray. So uh, I think I'm leaning towards, uh, and I'm going to go with, I, I would rather wrestle the wolf with my bare hands and try to subdue it and hope that my, my dog has uh, trained me well. I don't know how much a wolf weighs. I'm curious. I'm assuming it's probably more than your Australian Shepherd. 
Probably, although we overfeed her and are always told she needs to be on a diet, so she's packing <laughs> some extra weight. <laughs> Mike's overweight off skeleton shepherd. <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, wolf. This is making for great. <laughs> so, I mean, I was leaning towards the wolf thing, just hoping that I would be able to like get it in a headlock. <laughs> That's exactly my strategy. <laughs> That's about the only chance you have. Uh, wolves weigh. 90 to 120 pounds that's not tiny <laughs> yeah i would need i would need the wolf to have no no here's a real interesting question for you ethan would you rather the wolf be starving and underweight but starving and really interested in eating you or would you like it to be uh, perfectly happy but at weight i i want it fat and happy okay i'll, I'll take go. on a little extra weight to just like make it uh sedentary i don't know if that's that's like too much too too good of a word but uh brad i'm curious are you gonna go for like a swinging motion or are you just gonna do like stabby stabby and hope that you get it like in the heart yeah no i'm i'm hoping that he uh comes charging at me i get one chance to shove it in its heart and then hope it doesn't fall on me um and yeah just hope that i don't miss because that's really about the only chance i have um yeah, there will be no stabby stabby. Um, I suppose if it's a sharp enough sword, I could uh, cut off one of its legs and hope that it, uh, you know, can't stand or, or run. But, I mean, let's be real. Either one of these scenarios is going to absolutely suck. Um, yeah, I'm basically asking you guys if you'd rather die by wolf or by bear, but which way you'd like to try to fight for your life. Yeah, because even if I wrestled the wolf to the ground, like... Is it just going to leave me alone when I get off of it? Like <laughs> this is a, that's a great uh, point, Brad. That, I had not considered that, but even if you subdue the wolf, you, you're going to have to choke it out. Like yeah, that's that's like, the only option you've got. Because even if you get it down and are able to not let it bite you, then what? Yeah, the, the only hope I have is that my 230 pounds across its throat is enough to uh, to kill it. Because um, if not, yeah, I'm screwed. That's a great point. You've changed my mind, Brad. I said that you have that opportunity. I'm going to go with you and uh, try to stabby stabby uh, the big bear and not end up like Leonardo and the Revenant. All right. Uh, next, would hey, you rather? He survived it, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a man, that, yeah. I don't know if <laughs> it was worth it. Um, okay. Next question. Would you guys rather only take ice cold showers? Or you're allowed to take showers at a normal temperature, but you can only do them once a week. Yeah, I'm. That's easy for me. I'm going with the ice cold showers. As much as I don't like a, a ice cold shower, I, I couldn't go once a week with only just the one shower. Is this? Uh, am I allowed to ask a clarifying question? By all means. Is this assuming life is exactly the same as it is now? Like, you know, I go to the gym about every day and all that, or is it like lifestyle yeah. can be doing whatever? I mean, you could change your lifestyle knowing that you weren't allowed to shower, but that, I think that's up to you. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I, I initially was going to go completely go uh, once a week, hot shower, but no, I, I sweat way too much for, for that. I mean, just, last saturday alone playing in a golf tournament you you witnessed it ethan i had to literally switch shirts halfway <laughs> through i actually not even halfway through i had to switch shirts before the round even started um 
because I had soaked through the first one. So, um, yeah, I can't imagine going another six days after that without showering. So, um, I guess let's let's bring on the coldness and ice cold sucks. Like, yeah, even yeah. even room t- even room temperature is is awful. Like, ice cold. Whew. Are you guys like? Do you guys take like warm showers or are you like burn off dead layers of skin and let it grow back by the time you get out? Like what's your normal temperature? I, I get it about as hot as I can handle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, typically I'm, I'm on the probably medium to hot depends on like, if it's a cold morning, give me as much heat as it can bring. If I am coming in from like running or or mowing the lawn, then I, I want it lukewarm. So it depends on, on circumstance, but um, I also sweat uh, an insane amount. And so I feel like the, the cold shower, ice cold shower is the way to go. It would definitely reduce my water consumption with showers. There's no oh, doubt yeah. about that. Because it would be water water on, spin, water off. There was an apartment that I had a couple of years ago. We'd lost our hot water for like a week. And it was in January when that happened. So, like, I have taken cold showers before, you know, in, in the summer, get done doing a sporting event or something, you just want a cold shower to cool off. That doesn't even compare to in the winter, no hot water, the pipes are probably freezing, that level of ice cold shower. See, I think Mike could get away with the one shower a week more than Brad and I could, based on his hairstyle choice. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a good point. I don't have to worry about washing my hair. Um, however, I do sweat a lot. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Clean sweep again. I think we're all going to go. Okay. Let me ask you how many days would I have to knock that option down to, to where you would take. So if it was every four days, would you shower with the hot shower every three I could stretch to every three if I had. At, at, at every three, I think I would go hot shower. Every four or anything greater than that, I think I'm still going ice cold. Yeah, I think I'm right there too. Probably about yeah. three. I think I, I I know that I've had like a lazy weekend where like I don't shower Saturday, and then like Sunday afternoon, I'm like, uh, this doesn't feel great. But then I just like wait until Monday because I know I'm going to go to work. So that third day. Yeah, you get to a fourth day. That's going to start getting gross. Okay, clean up again. All right, last would you rather question before we get into the potential embarrassment for Mike and Brad. Uh, (laughs) This one is probably, this is my favorite one. Would you rather have the brakes of your car attached to the horn of your car or have to cut every single line that you stand in and when you do it, yell, I was here first? so that everyone knows what you did. <laughs> oh, man. So either every time I'm hitting I'm hitting a stoplight, I'm laying on my horn like there's no tomorrow, <laughs> or I'm cutting every line and just loudly proclaiming it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, Brad, I've let off the last two. Why don't you, uh, why don't you lay some knowledge on us about your perspective here first, and, and I'll, I'll go second. Um, well, I guess it depends on how feisty I am. Cause there's some days where I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to pick this fight and I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm proclaiming that I was here first. 
Um, however, that is a guarantee. Like everybody in that room is upset with you and eyeballing you. And then you're stuck in the line until you, you know, you're purchasing whatever it is, or let's say you're in a movie line, you're going to a movie. Now you're sitting in the theater with the same people you just cut. Um, and then who knows what's going to happen there. I think, uh, I can avoid eye contact and different things and, you know, I, I think I'm going vehicle because, um, yeah, it, both are going to be awful, but I, I think I can avoid different things or, you know, I can drive away from the embarrassment uh, in the vehicle rather than be stuck uh, somewhere after you've just cut all these people. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go horn and vehicle. Think, think about Mike said the red light, which would be bad. Think if you're the. Like one of the first couple cars in a line of construction with that guy holding the stop sign. <laughs> and you have to wait for him to flip it around to go and you're just hungry. Well well here's the thing that you <laughs> you said lay some knowledge on you. Like you wouldn't have to lay on your horn in that scenario because you could just put it in park. Yeah, right. Like that's true. So uh, here's I... here's where here's where it's embarrassing. Think about a funeral procession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Maybe it's more like an Irish wake and you're just laying on the horn to, to celebrate, right? I think, Brad, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head with this. Initially, I was thinking, okay, so I'm laying on my horn. I'm going to definitely be the victim of some road rage yeah. from somebody there. But then I got to thinking about the line. Like, I feel like I can dodge the road rage longer than I can dodge somebody deciding that it's the time to teach me a lesson for cutting in line. Um, and I am unquestionably faster in my car than I am on foot. The parking is, a th and I also think that, you know, if you know that you can't lay on your brakes without your horn <laughs> cutting on, you're going to drive a lot more, uh, quite frankly, you're going to get better gas mileage, right? You're going to be more deliberate. You're going to slow into, uh, you know, your stops. And like you said, pop it on park very quickly when you're sitting there on, at a stoplight. Uh, I think that you would, you would be able to adapt to that and learn to that, whereas, uh, there is no adapting or learning to the cutting in the line and loudly proclaiming I was here first. Well, and like the horn thing, I think 90% of people are, you're just going to be a jackass to most people is what they're going to think. And like, they're going to hear it and look at you and see that you're not then like still going after them, like physically when you're making motions in your car, you might get shot cutting the wrong line. Like there was, we went to Cedar Point a couple of years ago. So after they had opened back up from COVID. So I guess it was last year. And it was the morning session. Like it said that we could get in an hour early. So we go, well, there's a thousand people that can get in an hour early. I mean, the line is wrapped down to the beach. If you've ever been to Cedar Point, I mean, it goes down a road and down a beachhead and all this stuff. And, you know, you could say that we were wrong in doing this, but there's no way we were walking that quarter mile down to the back of that line. So we just kind of hung around. And then there was like a group gathering around. There's about 30 people kind of now standing around us. And we slowly just kind of merged with the front. I thought they were going to have to call the national guard. There was a group of people that were ready to just openly murder us and like leave our bodies in the street as warnings of not to cut in line. So, so the really what you're saying point. is this this would I rather came out of like mostly life experience for you. Yeah, I, I don't honk at many people. 
I'm not a, I don't know where you guys are at with the honking. Like I, I, I have, I get angry when I drive, but I'm usually like a, you know, green light kind of wait, wait. And then, you know, a little courtesy tap, but I'm very rarely like an aggressive honker. I just know I would be so embarrassed if my horn was just always honking. But again, just for my physical health, I think I would go with that. Yeah, but in that Cedar Point line too, the stop and go, stop and go, you'd be honking at them constantly too. Like you're gonna get, to get you're it. gonna get the same, and then you get the out of the same car. result probably. And then yeah, you get out yeah. of the car and cut everybody. So neither <laughs> neither one of these are are great. But you mentioned uh, not being a honker. That reminded me of uh, our drunken friend in Chicago. Let's call him Phil. Um, yeah damning people to hell for their their driving ability um in downtown chicago i thought man that's that's a bit aggressive uh uh telling people to go to hell but he really wanted to get to the cubs game so all right that was the three would you rathers i had gentlemen thank you for playing and now it is time i have a question for you guys uh growing up in school did you guys ever compete in the spelling bee. Yes, sir. Okay. One, one year that I remember, um, that I remember clearly. Okay. So pad and paper would probably be best for this. I don't, or some way that you don't have autocorrect staring you in the face. Um, we're going to start in fourth grade. I'll give each of you a fourth grade question. Or a word. Can this be, can this be math? Can I choose math? No, maybe next week. Um, I'll give each I'll give each of you individually a word, so we'll take turns. We'll go back and forth. I have grade level words pulled up from fourth all the way up to twelfth grade. Okay. And we'll just go back and forth until we have a winner. Why are you shaking your head, Brad? <laughs> because you're you're gonna pick fourth grade words that like, you know, no offense to the country, but like I feel like kids in India, their fourth grade words are probably three times longer than ours and you probably are using an indian dictionary um to give us these words here so i i pulled up the national spelling bee list so like chrysanthemum or something (laughs) no i mean maybe i i did not really deeply look at some of the older grades just in case we didn't get there but we so all right uh, congrats on your win mike (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll see. I, I am a, a child of Microsoft Word, and uh, so you know, this, 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 the spell check function is is my friend. But let's see what we can do. All right, let's stump Ethan. Ethan, how do you spell douchebag? F U C K Y O U. All right, first word. Uh, Brad, would you like the first word, or would you like to pass to to Mike? Uh, could you use that in a sentence? Okay, Brad. Yeah, I'll, I'll, no, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit me with it. The word. <laughs> this is, is good. Not is Keat. 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 Hmm. Okay. Uh, would you use that in a sentence? Um. I know how to make a lovely quiche. Uh, can I get origin of the word, please? If you're going to do this every time, I'm just going <laughs> to no. say what I spelled out. No. Uh, okay. Quiche. Uh, Q-U-I-C-H-E. Quiche. 
That is correct. Brad is Brad is on the board. Mike, your fourth grade word. There's no way that was a fourth grade word, by the way. Fourth nope. graders are, or these fourth graders are a lot smarter than I was in fourth grade. Uh, continue on. We'll see if I can get this one. And, and I, I'm I'm going to do my best to make these somewhat fair, but I'm sure at some point someone's going to have an argument. But that's fine. Uh, Mike, your fourth grade word is column. Can you use that in a sentence? Do I have to? <laughs> um, the columns of a building. <laughs> I, I'm going to end up looking like the idiot trying to come up with sentences for these words. All right, column. Uh, we're going to go with C-O-L-U-M-N, column. Mike, that is correct. We will bounce back to Brad. Brad, you're, we're up to fifth grade now? Yeah, fifth comes after fourth. Uh, Brad, your fifth grade word is compartment. Compartment. C-O-M-P-A-R-T-M-E-N-T. Compartment. That is correct. Mike, your sixth grade word. Wait, hold on. I thought we were in fifth grade. You just jumped into sixth grade. I did. Sorry. (laughs) Your fifth grade word. Your fifth grade word. Prospector. All right. Prospector. P-R-O-S-P-E-C-T-O-R. Prospector. Yes. Now the sixth grade, which comes after fifth grade. Brad. Gouging. Gouging. Oh, uh, gosh, darn it. I thought I had it, and then I just realized there's... Ooh, I don't know the... Uh-oh, we've upgraded uh, to middle school. <laughs> G-O-U-G-I-N-G. Correct. Gouging. Good. Good, good work, Brad. Mike, your sixth grade word now. We're going to go with mussels. Mussels. The edible creatures. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, See, now this is where you get me because I was going to just go for it and I was not going to ask you to use it in a sentence and I would have gotten that wrong. Did you say um, with a C? Is that no, what he you said, said? He said the edible creatures <laughs> of the sea. Oh, I was like, what? You told him with a C? <laughs> Mike, if you could spell muscles correctly. <laughs> Jeez. Using these letters. Uh, no, the sea creatures. All right, and that is muscles plural, correct? Yes. All right, I'm going to go with M-U-S-S-E-L-S, muscles. We are on to seventh grade, gentlemen. Oh, I thought there were two L's. There are okay. not. That could, Brad, could Brad, could we go back in time and give that to Brad? Because <laughs> then when one of us wins, the pain is over, right? Uh, I mean, if Brad gets it wrong, you, I, I mean. I have to get it right. Fair is fair. You would have to write. Right. Uh, so, Brad, your seventh grade word, something that I'm sure that you are used to doing chaperone chaperone c h 
A P E R O N E chaperone. That is correct. Um, quick story. It was the sixth grade spelling bee that I won at our school. I went to the county spelling bee and uh, lights, microphone, you know, camera, all that stuff on you. Misspelled my first word. So I just uh, now at 40 years old, I can graduate to the seventh grade spelling bee. So, yeah, let's do it. So they didn't give you muscles when you won the sixth grade one. No, my word was massacre. And now oh. I know how to spell massacre. But in sixth grade, I did not. I, I was massacred at the spelling bee. <laughs> Well, quick story. I, make the news. <laughs> I was in uh, either fourth or fifth grade. I can't remember which. And I got to the second word, got knocked out, and that was the end of my spelling bee career. <laughs> so, Brad, you were more successful than me. So you're you're the Vegas odds-on favorite here as we move forward. And as we move forward, it's Mike's seventh grade word, gargoyle. <laughs> you're kidding me. All right. Uh I have a gargoyle just sitting on the shelf over there. Does that count? Yeah. Could I bring it in as uh, a phone a friend? Um, all right, gargoyle. G A R G O Y L E. Gargoyle. Mike keeps it going. We are on to the eighth grade. All right, Brad. Your eighth grade word. Haphazard. Um, I don't have anything to filibuster while I write this down, so maybe uh, <laughs> you guys could talk about something else real quick as I spell this out on my. Well, I think paper. if you haphazardly spell it out, then I don't have anything good coming there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm All right. really excited to see where that went. There's one thing that can trip me up on this, so I'm going to go with what I think, though. Probably wrong, but uh, I'm going to go with H-A-P-H-A-Z-Z-A-R-D. Haphazard. It was one Z. That's what I That's what I feared. I, one Z. I thought that there was probably one, but I thought, nope. So... All right, oh Mike. Boy. All right. This is your chance to win. And since it is a chance to win, I, I'm going to give you a, you know, I'm going to make you earn it. <laughs> your eighth grade word is pseudonym. <laughs> oh, come on. I can, that, that's easy. Pseudonym. Really? Okay, Ethan, can you put it in a sentence? Use it in a sentence. Um, when I wrote the Fifty Shades of Grey books, back in college i used a pseudonym <laughs> that, that correct use of that word yes it's not no isn't all that right. what a pseudonym is all right no well, it's a fake hold on. isn't it a fake name is that isn't that an alias yeah. hold on uh, yeah hold on brad, brad while i'm trying to figure out how to spell this can you uh can you google the appropriate use of the word all right, I'm ready to try. Go for it. Uh, P S E U D O N Y M pseudonym. 
That is a terrible. <laughs> it's a much easier word. Much easier word. Haphazard is a breeze, man. Two Z's and haphazard. There's no way to trip you up in pseudonym. Like, I mean, and it, Ethan, you're right. It is a fictitious name used by another person, but um, <laughs> I, I don't think that it, there's another word for it uh, when an author uses it. Like us, is it? It's not a surname, but it's it's something different. Oh yeah, pen 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 name. I forget. Like, I've yeah, just never I, heard pseudonym used in that way. But, but yeah, you are you are correct, Brad. And yes, you, and yes, I did flip off Mike. Yeah, you will get your opportunity of revenge because I had so much fun with that. I think this will be a segment that we'll be returning on. Of course, I'm right. Um, and hopefully, I am always in the role that I'm in. Because I would have lost a few rounds ago, probably. I'm um, just glad that we got to eighth grade and left it before we got to high school. <laughs> yeah, some of the twelfth grade options are uh, words that I can't even pronounce. So if you guys ever make it there, that's that's where some of these aren't even words. <laughs> yeah, hope we never get there. Um, all right, so that was two new. Uh, segments for Of Course I'm Right. Uh, I hope you guys listening enjoyed. I hope Mike and Brad enjoyed just being able to kind of come in and go for it. And I mean, I laughed pretty hard. Uh, and I know what pseudonym means. So I'm really proud of myself on that. I would have not been able to spell it, but I do know its definition. And that I was good at in school. If there was a definition B, I'd have had it. Uh, <laughs> thank See, you, you're, you're, the, you're the use it in a sentence guy, Ethan. That's why you had to be in that role. Yeah, just not when I'm put on the spot. Um, thank you so much for checking out. Of course, I'm right this week. We hope you enjoyed that. Join us again next week on Tuesday once again. Check out on Thursday as we kick off the month of September on the threequel. We are doing it with one of my favorite movies, maybe my favorite movie of all time. Uh, we will talk about that on Thursday. We're doing Warrior on the threequel, so be sure to check us out there. Uh, other than that, guys, for Mike... For Brad, I'm Ethan, and we'll see you next time.